This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio Program. Special guest, Attorney Stephen Pigeon. Fought in the federal state Supreme Court, has run for Attorney General Washington State, and uh, also the president of the Sefer Publishing Company. Attorney Pigeon, welcome back. Well, thank you, Dr. Hansen. Good to be here. You now are in that uh, beautiful state of Alaska. That's correct. And beautiful it is. Yes, yes. And, and, and that's a good place maybe for us to ship off Biden for the rest of his term. <laughs> if, if, he couldn't, well, I heard there's, if he couldn't communicate with the rest of the world, that is. <laughs> there's, there's vacancies at Prudhoe Bay, if you're wondering. Okay. They've got a, they've got a couple of rooms open. All right. I, all right. Well, I didn't know if you might have made some uh, uh, you know, Eskimo jails out there out of ice and, and we could deep freeze them. <laughs> Well, they have to remember, the Eskimos are no longer Eskimos. They're Inupiat and Inuit. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. We have to be politically, culturally correct. Yes, yes. Well, they're, you know, they're actually great people. You know, I mean, the indigenous tribes up here, that, you know, what I call the First Nations, they're actually incredible people. Oh, and, yeah. And, and I do think, uh, Dr. Hansen, that these people may even be the wandering tribes of the House of Israel. Okay, and, well, that's uh, a deep subject. Oh, yeah. And so it's wonderful. I mean, they're, they're, they're beautiful people living in a, an extremely difficult environment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And I certainly didn't, didn't uh, mean any condescending about calling them Eskimos. I, I, I use that with uh, utmost respect. Yeah, I understand that. You bet. Okay, let's, uh, you know, the world is changing each and every day. Um, things are, are moving upside down. Uh, I, I'm reading one headline news. Vladimir Putin didn't just invade Ukraine. On 24-2-2022, he officially ended the petrol dollar system. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, that's correct. And not only that, but he has, uh, you know, he's essentially cutting off the head of the snake. Uh, and the snake being the New World Order uh, run by children of the Nazi regime out of Germany. And, uh, you know, so this is a very interesting set of events. And of course, the question is, uh, how does this all play out, right? We know that uh, they had planned for a lot of contingencies. You know, as one person put it yesterday, you know, my understanding is is that uh, McDonald's, Starbucks, Coca-Cola, and Pornhub have pulled out of Russia. Wow. Which means in two years, Russia will be the healthiest society on earth. There right? you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, the decadence and the decay in the West has become really quite obvious. And we suffer from all these things, you know, as a nation. And yet the nation seems to be unable to make the adjustments it wants to make because we have an entrenched power class that cannot be removed uh, by vote or by any other means, right? We have a we have a longer, even during Reagan years, Reagan complained that the longevity in Congress was longer than it was in the Politburo in the Soviet Union. Yes. And because you know the difference is, is our our politicians have the means to keep themselves alive, you know, over and over and over again. So we have these ancient octogenarians and septuagenarians running the country, and even uh, at the expense of, and the country is suffering as a result of their dementia, quite frankly. So what we're seeing now is the most incompetent foreign policy ever enacted in this country, ever. And when you when you come into a country that pre 
you know, provides the natural resources to the world like Russia does, and then you sanction them, well, you know, could anybody look forward and forecast what that's going to do to the price of gas? You know, given that they're the largest oil supplier in the world and the largest natural gas supplier in the world, you might say to yourself, gee, if we cut that out of the market, what's going to happen to the price? Yes. Well, the price shot up and natural gas was up 250%, right? So now in in Europe, I mean, there's some things that have quickly changed in the last couple of days. I think there have been, I think, uh, European companies, or excuse me, European countries have gone and told Russia, we're going to ignore the sanctions and we want to keep purchasing natural gas from you and keep buying uh, oil from you because the the price of natural gas has retreated a little bit as has the price on Brent crude retreated a little bit. So you see, but when you're talking about nickel and even though rush passed an ordinance saying, you know, we're cutting off all exports until the end of 2022. Well, nickel, which is the primary ingredient in these batteries that are running the electric cars and running your phone and running your laptop and running all your other wireless systems, that's, you know, 95% of that market is controlled by Russia. So as a result, the cost of nickel exploded through the roof. I mean, just absolutely exploded to the point that they had to halt trading on it because it had gone so high because the nickel is no longer going to be available. Well, great. Tesla just invested 50 billion, Ford just invested 15 billion, uh, GM just invested 15 billion to build electric cars in the U.S. that are going to be unbuildable now because there won't be any nickel available. Exactly. And in addition to that, the 300 major corporations that are invested in the Russian economy are about to have all of their assets nationalized, right? So anything that you've, you know, like for instance, ExxonMobil has at least 25 billion sunk in Yuzhno Sakhalinsk, which is an island in um, in the Pacific, the Sakhalin Island in the Pacific, north of Japan, north of Korea. There, with that, they were doing, they've been doing oil exploration and gas exploration. Well, guess what? That infrastructure is gone, and uh, along with 299 other corporations that are going to lose billions of infrastructural investments in Russia because Russia is just going to nationalize them. And so now we haven't talked about wheat. You know, uh, Russia supplies 40% of the wheat to Europe and 25% to the world and 30% of the corn to Europe. And all of that's being cut off, right? So there will be no Ukrainian wheat and no Russian wheat in the West this year. In addition, so the West says, well, we'll farm our own. Well, great. You need ammonium nitrate in order to build the fertilizer to fertilize these fields. Guess who produces 90% of the ammonium nitrate in the world? Russia. They're withholding it. So you have, as a result of the sanctions and, and kicking Russia off the SWIFT system, Russia has immediately moved to what's called the SIPS system, which is a Chinese equivalent of the SWIFT. They've moved away from a Visa and MasterCard and American Express. They've gone over to the Russian Express card. You know, the Russian Express card has a model, right? Don't leave home. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. They've, sw- they've switched over to the Chinese credit card system. So now you have an integrated financial system between Russia, China, India, and Iran, and Brazil, and several other places called the BRIC nations. Those and India, those nations have joined together into a a financial initiative that is now directly competing with SWIFT, directly competing with SWIFT. And uh, there and in addition to that, the Russians are saying, well, look, 
anything you buy from Russia here on out or sell to Russia has to be expressed in rubles. So you want to devalue the ruble, which the U.S. has done, devalued it to one cent. At least in the Western system, it's worth one cent. In Russia, it's backed by gold. So what's going to happen now, the decoupling from the SWIFT system and, and doing the, uh, you know, the, the unwritten, breaking the unwritten rule, which is thou shalt not back your currency with gold, Russia has doomed the dollar. And so what you're seeing is you're not seeing necessarily the price of things go up. You're seeing the value of the dollar collapse in the face of it. And the collapse on the dollar has just begun. It's going to, it's going to come at us with earnest now. And some people are saying that it will reach a zero point within 14 months. Wow. So, so you know, you're going to see hyperinflation. The hyperinflation is – and OPEC – and here's the funniest story of them all, right? Joe Biden insulted this uh, Sheikh bin Salman, the new king of uh, Saudi Arabia. And I forget what he called him, a creep or something else. Anyway, but during the campaign, he was, you know, insulting bin Salman. Now – he goes, he, he wants to go plead with OPEC. Can you guys please up your production so we can get more gas now that we're cutting Russia out of the mix? And Ben Salman won't even take his phone call. OPEC said, no, we're not doing any of that. We're not listening to you at all. Now, you have to remember that this guy, because he wants to force every single American onto an electric car, the vast majority of which is built on lithium that and and uh, lithium that's controlled by China and nickel that's controlled by Russia he wants to force everybody into those into those vehicles so that they're doing everything they can to stop gas and oil production in the US but because he suffers from dementia he can't figure out that we don't have those things in place right now and we still need oil and gas to run the country uh does that mean you know, he's willing to fight to the death to get European pipelines open, but he won't do anything to open an American pipeline. So you have his people at the Department of Energy have said, we're going to shut down all fossil fuel in the United States in order to force people over to electric vehicles. That's what they're doing. So when you're sitting here in your car, because you don't have a choice, you don't have the option to buy a $150,000 Tesla which, by the way, given the price of the batteries, is going to be 250 or 300 here in the very near future. So what do you do? You have to go down to the gas pump and fill your car. And when you're paying eight, nine, ten bucks a gallon, in Britain right now, they're paying $12 a gallon for gas. So you can imagine when this price gets up to 15 bucks a gallon, is everybody going to say, gee, I can't wait until we switch over to nuclear power plants in our backyard so we can run around in a car that dies in two hours on the freeway. Incredible. Yeah. So these are the kinds of things we're facing. And of course, the Biden administration is in, you know, like I say, it's the worst administration in American history. It's the least competent. It's the most incompetent. And, you know, and what's happening now in the when you talk about being in an adversary relationship with Russia, you know, Blinken, you know, Winken, Blinken and Nod, right? The three guys running the country. Blinken gets over there and he says, uh, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to sell, you know, Polish uh, MiG-27s. We're going to SU-27s. We're going to sell those to Ukraine so Ukraine can have sky dominance. Now, since everybody likes to celebrate Ukraine, oh, let's pray for Ukraine. Let's fight on behalf of Ukraine. Keep in mind 
that our friend Vladimir uh, Zelensky, he's in the highest paying presidency in the, in the world. Did you know that? You know that his net worth since he took over the presidency is now $1.2 billion that he has in an offshore bank in Central America and that he owns a $35 million house in Miami. Man, that salary in Kiev, I had no idea it was that high. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, the reports are is that uh, uh, Ukraine, you know, uh, was the mecca for big pharma. Well, those reports have been verified. Now, of course, when we report this here on the radio, John, you know, we're going to be subject to censorship because the State Department's trying to deny it. But, I mean, I have seen the resources everywhere. It's being published in the British press. It's being published in the Russian press. It's being published even in the American press that there were bioweapons labs both in Ukraine and in Georgia and that they were harvesting uh, DNA information for purposes of making genetic-specific uh, gain of function on viruses that they were developing in those labs, including uh, smallpox, anthrax, and other deadly diseases that they hoped to be genetically spe uh, specific to Slavic people. Now, this is the information that's been published online. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, even though, even though you know, we now have, and, and of course, we know that Joe Biden put up a billion dollars and paid all of the major news medias news media to, you know, tout the, the, the line they wanted touted on COVID and on Ukraine, right? Fox News dipped into the fund, MSNBC, ABC, CBS. They all dipped into that billion dollars. And they, so you're wondering why, gee, we can't get a fair and balanced report. We can't get anything accurate because they've all taken bribes, all of them. A, a billion dollar fund to give the narrative. And so at the bottom line, you see... Uh, you see a very corrupt government in Ukraine, very corrupt, self-dealing, money laundering, sex trafficking, organ trafficking, bioweapons developing nation who finally, the, you know, their neighbors said, we're not, not going to put up with it anymore. Now, I'm not rooting for Russia here in any respect, but I can tell you what I would like to see happen is some reasonable American foreign policy. And that includes somebody has got to smell the coffee. Number one, you have to open up oil and gas production in the United States, period. That has to happen, and it has to happen on an emergency basis. Now, if you've got a secretary of energy that can't figure that out, send him home and get a new one that can figure it out so that you get the gas prices back in line. And there, ha But this isn't going to happen because Joe Biden is at war with the American people. You're right. He's at war with the American middle class. And until he bankrupts you and forces you out of your house into living in some little cage over a set of train tracks that takes you downtown to work in the homeless center, he's not going to be happy because that's what Democrats do. That's who Democrats are. All you have, oh, just one look at downtown Seattle and you can see the ideals of Democrats. Yeah, it's just amazing. It's amazing that America has become so illiterate that they can't even understand reality anymore. But they're just caught up like the Romans were in the gladiator games. We call them professional sports and not paying attention to the, the nuts and bolts of what's making decisions in the republic, Steve. Yeah, well, you know, critical thinking is a lost art. And it's not that difficult to become a critical thinker again. 
right? You have to use the standards that are set up biblically by the testimony of two or more witnesses the matter is established. But if you're a person who turns on the television and is having CNN blabber you all day, you're just sitting there drinking a pitcher of a propaganda Kool-Aid. Right? Oh, totally, totally. It, it might as well be Garing giving you the information. Well, let's see what he got to say here. Mm-hmm, yeah, let's drink that. Right, because they're, if they didn't tell you the truth for two years about COVID, so how could they possibly tell you the truth about what's going on in Ukraine? Well, we all have, I think, all of us, every person uh, that's serious with with the Lord, we all have uh, different members of family. I'm not talking about immediate, although it could be immediate friends that uh, have drunk the Kool Aid, and basically they they think we're nuts. Well, yeah, well, you know, like I say, you can avoid reality. You just can't avoid the consequences of avoiding reality. That's right. The consequences are right there. And when you go down to the gas station, there's the consequences of you avoid. When you're sitting there paying 640 a gallon, there's the consequences of you avoiding reality right there. See, And when your paycheck doesn't allow you to go to the restaurant this week, because you spent that money on filling your gas tank, there's the consequences of you avoiding reality. Yes. And when you can't walk downtown and you can't walk into a store unless you can prove your vaccination status, there's the consequences of you avoiding reality. Okay. The consequence when you walk down the street and in the beautiful city, you paid thousands and thousands of tax dollars to make beautiful, and there's nothing but trash, filth, typhus, bubonic plague, rats. And the diseased homeless, as far as the eye can see, there's the consequences of you avoiding reality. When yeah. you get mugged in the street and someone breaks into your house and the cops refuse to show up, there's the consequences from you avoiding reality. Yeah, and the ashes and debris from burnt down parts of the city by uh, people that want a peace-loving festival, as the uh, former mayor used to uh, state. <laughs> That's why yeah, she yeah. is former. <laughs> yeah, then she, she got her so, house broken into. She, was like, why did we defund the police? Yeah, good question. Well, she had she had part of what a Biden had, and I guess it's contagious. Yeah, that's right. Well, she had to, you know she went to a liberal school, and that's what they did to her. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so uh, anyway, but this is what the situation is throughout Washington. This is what it is throughout the country: is that you have disinformation that's peddled all day long and you're told you either swallow it or you're no longer a part of our society totally totally you don't get to go to our satan worshiping football games you have to stay out of our you know uh, illuminati ridden uh, basketball games you won't be allowed into our corrupted drug peddling illuminati worshiping rock concerts or you know you're going to be excluded from that stuff well it's just like the sanctions they put on russia you know, Russia's over there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Get that stuff out of here, right? Take it away. We're not interested in seeing it. Well, you're you're exactly right, Steve. I know that uh, uh, before I brought you on, I did an interview with Dr. Andy Nazario, 30 years captain, law enforcement, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, as well as a former captain in the Army. And um, I'll tell you, then, then uh, retired from uh, being a, an assistant professor in a New Mexico university teaching criminal justice. And uh, he was mentioned again about uh, what our government is doing and not doing and and how um, it's totally involved right now with toppling our laws, toppling the republic, and uh, bringing into the fact that uh, 
you know, Washington, uh, the U.S. House of Representatives passed a bill that would allow the Biden administration to sanction foreign individuals who oppose LGBT ideology. Uh, so, in other words, if, if you are a righteous person who is just against this type of behavior, now they don't want to give you a visa to get into the United States. Yeah, yeah, right. In other words, the rainbow flag is now that, you know, it's, we don't have 13 stars stripes on our flag anymore. We only have six. And that's what the reality is. And people don't want to talk about that political reality. But when you see the rainbow flag flying at the same height as the national flag and as the state flag, I saw it in Canada, it flew at the same height as the Canadian national flag and the province of British Columbia. I mean, that's, that is sovereign authority, right? That is sovereign authority, right? And where is the capital of that LGBT nation that's conquered the United States? It's Tel Aviv. That's where the capital is. And so the thing is that now, you know, the First Amendment doesn't mean anything to us. The Second Amendment doesn't mean anything to us. In fact, the Constitution, there was a commentator that went on the press in New York saying the Constitution was trash and the people that wrote it were trash. Well, you know, when you have a whole population turn on its organic documents and its organic history, you're going to lose everything, whatever you had, whatever rights, whatever freedoms, whatever anything that you used to have. And this country will fall into the same thing as every other third world country. Totally. Petty tyrants, petty dictators taking everything you earn and everything you own whenever they feel like it. And you living a life of poverty. And yeah. when and all of those socialists and communists who like this stuff, when they see their children's house being a corrugated tin with no floor living on dirt, then you'll know you've arrived at your at your ideal situation. You know, Thomas Jefferson Again, I like to quote our history because uh, uh, they can get mad at history in the history books. But Thomas Jefferson authorized a bill penalizing sodomy by castration. You know, I, I guess the guy was pretty smart, Steve. Well, you know, the thing is, when you talk about LGBT, when you, when any, anytime you talk about this idea of opening up, you know, destroying the societal norms that say, you know, uh, society should be predicated on one man, one woman, and that the family should be the backbone of the society. Now you have competing voices that come out from the sons of Belial, right? Oh, no, we need to have a lot more diversity here. We need to have, you know, when, and when you say diversity, what does that mean? Your protocol is insufficient, right? Your standards are insufficient. Your ideology is insufficient. It needs to be diversified with somebody else's ideology. And so you diversify it, then what? When you diversify the sexual preferences and you open up the sexual license to allow for any kind of predilection, which is what the case is in the United States, I mean, almost completely now, what you do is you lose the discipline of a righteous society. And when you lose the discipline of a righteous society, guess what? You can avoid reality, but you can't avoid the consequences of avoiding reality. It's called and the reality is the family collapses. Yes. The backbone collapses. Yes. The society collapses. Yes. Its institutions collapse. Its rule of law collapses. Its morality collapses. And its, its willingness to defend itself collapses. And what it is is the science of judgment. Read my book, The Science of Judgment. In New York, the penalty for the detestable, abominable vice of buggery was hanging. They hung him. 
for being a homosexual in New, Me- in New York City. Now, this is history. This is what we did in the United States. Connecticut laws required the death penalty. Georgia was a little more liberal, the penalty being life imprisonment at hard labor. Well, you know, you, you got to keep in mind, uh, uh, John, that in even as late as 1972, in the case of Griswold versus Connecticut, if you read the concurring opinion by Justice Harlan in that case, you'll see that he says categorically, he says, look, just because we're opening the license to get birth control to uh, married couples doesn't mean that we're going to do anything about the fact that homosexuality adultery and fornication are still criminalized in all 50 states of the United States That's in 1972. Right. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't legal till 1973 and uh, I'll I'll tell you what uh, We've gone down a very fast, slippery slope. We have Sodom and Gomorrah ruling now from Washington, D.C., and the end result will be the science of judgment. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Warning Radio Program. You need to click on my website, www.worldministries.org, and join Eagles Saving Nations. Again, go to my website, www.worldministries.org. Click on Eagles Saving Nations. Nations. If not, I'm telling you what, I don't know what to say because we've been shouting the alarm, but I'm telling you, you're going to lose your freedoms. We're going to lose America. Concentration camps are already being built. God help us all. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.